Hi there, this is Alana Terry, and you're listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. Today's episode is a snippet from my course on creativity for authors. This dives deep into the ways that you can become more creatively free, the ways that you can bring creativity even into the business and marketing sides of your writing, and ways to keep your creativity and your muse encouraged even as you become more professional and more prolific. And it is available for sale at courses.alanaterry.com slash creative. I hope that you enjoy this little teaser from the course and we'll talk to you soon. So there's this mindset issue that can keep us from becoming as fully empowered of a creative as we were meant to be. And that is this idea and the mindset that tells you that you need to stay small. You need to not take up much space. So the way this sometimes gets thrust upon us is if you're brought up in a certain way where, you know, you're not encouraged to be fully creative or fully you and you learn to keep some of that held back, held within. It could be from past hurts or it could be from cultural things where you feel like to put yourself out there and to presume that your art is good enough to sell, that that's hubris or sinful or prideful. There are lots of ways that we can take on this feeling that we have to remain small. Sometimes it's practical. Sometimes we don't want to become more successful because we don't trust that we can handle a better financial situation. We feel safe where we're at. This can be people who are uncomfortable, even subconsciously, with the thought of earning more than their mate or earning more than their parents did or earning more than the bare basics. We have kind of this thermostat of the level of success, achievement, acclaim, whatever metric you want to use finances, money, income that we feel like is a safe amount for us. And it's really hard for us to get up a level or to get up several levels. So what I really encourage you, this is going to definitely play out at times where you feel like you've hit a plateau, whether that's in terms of book sales or financial gain. No, sometimes it's just going to be the market and things like that. But sometimes it's ways that we're limiting our own success because, like I said, we've learned that it is better or more moral or safer to remain small. So what I want to encourage you to do is to expand your picture of of who you are, of what you can achieve, of the amount of success that is safe for you. But I want to frame it in a way that's not going to kind of freak out that thermostat that we talked about. So let me talk about some of the personal hangups that I've gone through first, and you can see if any of them apply to you. So one of my hangups was at the time that I started my writing career, my husband was a pastor. And at some points, our entire income depended on people who gave donations to the church. And that's what paid my pastor's salary. And so when you're living kind of on donation, I think you can understand how I adopted a mindset of, well, it wouldn't be 
safe for me to earn more than the bare basics to kind of cover the difference between what the church could pay us and what a family of five needed to at least like put food on the table. Because anything beyond that would be seen as extravagant. When you are on staff at a church, you are definitely inefficient. And so there was nothing in me that felt safe to earn more. When my husband left his job, first of all, I had to start earning more because of his situation. And second of all, I learned that, you know what? Nobody's looking into our financial situation anymore. Even if they were, it's not their business. And so it dramatically increased this kind of mental glass ceiling that I had of how successful I could be. Now, these blocks don't have to pertain to money. These can be things like how many books is safe to sell? Do you only feel safe selling to family and friends? And if so, you're going to have to work on kind of expanding that mindset. And it doesn't mean you have to expand it all at once. Just like for me, I probably, when we left the church, I was probably putting $500 from the business into the family budget each month. It was not a significant amount. And when we moved, that shot up to, you know, several thousand kind of all at once. But I didn't go from 500 a month to 50,000 a month, right? That would not have felt feasible, comfortable, safe. So we can gradually expand our mindset. We can gradually teach ourselves that it is safe to feel more significant, to take up more metaphorical space to be seen. And we can do so in a way that doesn't make us feel bad and prideful. So growing up in the church, of course, I learned pride is bad. Boasting about yourself is bad. And so these are other things that can encourage people to stay in kind of this small state. And so I want you to think about what were things that you might have learned that taught you to stay small, whether that has to do more with kind of financial side of things or your creative expression or who you are. In what ways have you been playing it smaller then you probably could. And then what I want to encourage you to do first, think about where that came from, right? Do your parents expect this? Is this something kind of culturally that you picked up on? Where did it come from? And then work on expanding that mindset. Like I said, you don't need to expand it all at once, but it's something that now you're conscious of that you can start working through because once you feel safer to play a bigger game, right? We're talking about whatever measure you want to use. We're talking about finances or acclaim or readership or even just your creative success and your creative risk-taking and how well-known you become in your genre. All of these things, if you don't feel safe to expand to that next level or two, then you're going to find ways to continue to stay small. So first, what I want you to do is to think about what is one area where you would like to play a bigger game? Is it making more money? Is it becoming more well-known in your genre? Is it just writing more books, having a bigger backlist or having more readers? And then ask yourself, if you took whatever metric that you're using, so let's say it's readership and you have a newsletter list with 2,000 readers on it right now. Okay, are you comfortable with the thought of doubling that? to 4,000. And if your very first reaction is, yeah, I definitely want to increase that. Well, then that means that you're ready to go to that next step. If you've got this like squeezing in your gut, like I want to go from earning $10,000 a month to earning $20,000 in a month, that's a big jump. That's going to cause a lot of people to kind of get that squeeze in their gut. That means that you've got a little bit of mindset work so that you can get comfortable. So what I would encourage you to do 
So again, what we talked about, think about where you learned to play small and then start picturing yourself in increments, gradually increasing that. So let's say you're playing small in the number of books you write. You can write faster, but it doesn't feel safe to put yourself that out there. It feels like to publish a book a month would be boastful and draw too much attention to yourself. Some people feel that way. So let's say you start by writing one book a year. Okay, can you picture yourself writing two books a year? So picture that in your mind. Once you get comfortable with that picture, picture, okay, can you picture writing four books a year? And keep increasing it until you get comfortable with that picture. So for example, in the case of someone who wants to go from 10,000 to 20,000 a month, okay, maybe they don't picture themselves with a $20,000 royalty check right away, but you could picture yourself with an extra 2,000, right? You can start in increments and basically, a lot of times when we hit success peaks, right? Most of our success trajectory is not like a straight line. Most of the time we progress rapidly, we plateau, we progress, we plateau. And a lot of the plateaus, I'm not saying all of them, because there are market things going on and things like that. But sometimes those plateaus mean that we have gotten comfortable and safe doing what we're doing and it's time for us to expand yet again. And so I encourage you to picture Picture yourself in increments expanding that, whether we're talking about how fast you write, how much you write, how big of a risk you take in the style that you write, how big of a readership you want. And then just remind yourself, for those of you who struggle like I used to about the idea of like putting yourself out there, like there's something morally wrong with, you know, being upfront saying, look at me, buy my book. Just remember the books that we write are a service to others. And it is actually a service to others to market those books. It is giving them exactly what they want, when they want, for a very affordable price, for a great product. And please don't discount how important books and literature are, right? We talked about it before. What we do predates the written language. This is a pivotal pillar of culture and society. So that's one way that you can start looking at playing a bigger game as not being about you, but truly serving others, giving others what they're looking for, doing it at a great price, and also contributing to the entire collective society and culture and art that is being created like right now, this decade, that's a pretty amazing way to look at it. So do what you need to do mentally to get ready to play a bigger game. And I will be so excited to see your results. All right, I hope you enjoyed that teaser from our course on creativity from authors. If you want to grab the course, you can get that at courses.alanaterry.com slash creative. This gives you four weeks full of videos similar to this, as well as journal prompts and exercises, designs to help inspire your creativity, a forum so that you can connect with other students attempting to bring more creativity into their lives or to make sure their creativity is performing at peak health and peak capacity. Again, that's at courses.alanaterry.com slash creative. Thanks again for joining me and we will talk to you next time.